Hello and welcome to all the Dirty Thirties out there. It is episode 33 of Beer 30. I'm your host, Luke McDermott. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Drew Brill. Drew, what's cracking today? Uh, beers. And yeah. free and Britney. Britney. Free Britney. Well, I have to some an opinion. extent. Yeah, I have some opinions. Okay, well, we're talking about the New York Times presents, mm. and it is a Britney because it's a this is a whole like series that they do, and this is just one episode on uh, Britney Spears and her conservatorship with her father, and it kind of goes through setting the scene of mm. how Britney became famous, what she kind of went through to get there, the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, obviously being like the biggest yeah. like rocketing yeah. off point. Um, and then they kind of talk about some, then they talk about like the landscape. They talk about how it's kind of boy band time. Yeah. Girls don't really like get a lot of, and, uh, uh, and then they, they go into how like, how misogynistic shit was back then. Still is. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But it's like, you're, I was watching it and I was like getting really uncomfortable. I'm like, I can't believe this oh, shit yeah. was like. Like the JT part was like, <laughs> dude, my favorite part of this whole thing is that magazine cover. I don't can, know what it's for. Can, can we forgive Justin Timberlake for all the sissy songs for getting in Britney Spears' pants? Yep. Word for word. Word for word. That was I the tabloid. Like laughed out loud. Yeah, that's what. Thank you, tabloid. That was the word I was trying to fucking come up with. The tabloid culture, Horrifying. which I like kind of remember i more remember it because that was the age i used to like have to go to the grocery store yeah, with my parents and that's stuff the only like the reason i remember that shit yeah is because it was just next to the grocery everywhere. store like, everywhere like it's still there now but they're not like the same they're kind of the same but like people, people don't get caught up in it as much they anymore they don't give a fuck about it because they can look at instagram now like mm. why would i buy that when i can go mm-hmm. on twitter and find the same story? which is which actually kind of goes with the point i'm gonna make later about the girls who do uh the Britney's Graham podcast. Okay. Such a funny point here. Okay, first of all, Buck Britney's Graham women. podcast is our podcast, but for Britney, but we're focused on Marvel. So we're not focused on a certain person, <laughs> but we're like, okay, what's a fucking hit? I'm going to pick this hint here. I'm going to pick that here. I'm going to make it mold my story perfectly. And I don't give a dick about anything else. Yep. And just see what you want to see. Yeah. So we'll get, we'll get there, but it goes into the landscape how it's boy band justin timberlake and then it yeah. kind of then it starts talking about her downfall and they are interviewing people of like uh, the head of u.s weekly creative director of u.s weekly mm-hmm. during like 1980 something to 2000 something mm-hmm. and then they're talking to um they're also talking to her assistant dude from when she was like way younger the that the part where she explains like what she was to Britney, she's like, I don't, I didn't really have like a job title when I started. Yep. Uh, I was first called her chaperone, and then they started call or they were gonna call they me wanted, her partner. Yeah, they wanted to call me her partner. And yeah, that was weird because that's like a significant other. Uh, it might not have been back then, but I th- but like yeah, yeah. That's just how it sounds, really weird, you know. Yeah. And then. And she's, she's like, young and the yeah, older lady was much older, like much. at least 15, 20 years like her older. Her mom's age yeah. is not older. Yeah. And uh, she, then she's like, well, we didn't think partner sounded right. So then it's like, I'm not her mom. I'm not her big sister. So we decided on assistant. And I was like, it really took you that long to decide on fucking assistant. You're, you assist her in traveling around and like with all of her stuff. 
How did it take that's you that's like the that fucking long. definition like, of literally that word. how did it you're take you're not her friend you're like you're not her mom you're not her sister <laughs> you are just assisting her you work for her yeah. and you assist her in literally every part of her life you are an assistant that's so, yeah. ridiculous it took you that long to get to fucking assistant I, I don't think they ever explained the relationship originally between, like, it was like the moms knew each other or it was like the mom yeah. knew her yeah. somehow yeah and then when she first went to new york to like look into auditions and stuff she contacted her to mm. see if they would like basically be able to take care of Brittany in new york while her mom was taking care of jamie mm. lynn and yep which i never realized that Brittany's dad's named jamie and yep. mom's named lynn and now they named her younger sister jamie lynn yeah. fucking golf clap creative that's just <laughs> beautiful <laughs> <laughs> that pissed me off for some reason. I, I was, thought it was terrible. Yeah, me too. And I really <laughs> did not like it, and it's, it just kind of clicked for me too. And I was mm-hmm. like, also, I Jamie's a scumbag. <laughs> Have you heard about her cats and her Tesla? What? Dude. <laughs> she had this, like, Instagram story or something like that. I don't, I've never seen it. I've only seen, like, I guess, like, a clip of it. And she's, like, freaking out and crying because she ran over her cat with her Tesla but she implies that it is not the first time, and she's like, "I don't even want to like, I don't want to tell you how many cats or some or like something along those lines." How many cats have you murdered Jesus with your Tesla? Christ! <laughs> At some point, you got to be aiming, right? Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> her Teslas are just out for fucking cats. Hmm. Elon is really big into Dogecoin. Oh. <laughs> oh man such a terrible joke there okay but this is where we get into it so britney starts kind of having her downfall and they're interviewing some paparazzi guys and they interviewed the paparazzi guy who got the shot of her the shot yeah her shaved head freaking out with like an umbrella in her hand yeah and he was he played dumb the whole time. oh yeah did like he literally thought he did nothing wrong and He's like, well, she, um, he talked about how at the beginning it was like a good, kind of a good relationship. She enjoyed it. She liked it. Mm -hmm. She would talk to them. She would interact with them. And obviously everything is just too much at one point. And what's the guy, the U.S. Weekly creative director said he would be able to give $140,000 out for cover pictures a week. Oh yeah. They're like million dollar photo. Like that photo of her with the umbrella, like that dude's just living on that now. Yeah. I mean. The thing is, it was so lucrative for these people to get not only the good shots, but it was more lucrative for them to get the bad shots. So, constantly hounding somebody all day long, every day, for years and years, on end. She can't take a step without a million flashes in her face, and like she could barely take a full step because they're all fucking over. That would drive you, me fucking nuts. The whole, every single clip you see, you hear her car, guard saying, get out of the way. Move back. Let her through. They're not saying it like I am. They are like yelling yeah. at these motherfuckers. And then you see at one point, like these guys, like some of these paparazzi get into a fight and she's like, don't fight. I'm scared. I'm scared. Stop fighting. Like, please don't fight over this shit. Just like, let me through. Yeah. And this is where, like, it all starts to downfall because she is in a relationship with Kevin Federline. K-Fed. So they get married and then have a kid. And Mm -hmm. then a year later, they have another kid. Mm -hmm. And then right before the second kid was born, they get a divorce. 
and that's when, um, like, I think a little bit after that, she files for sole custody of the two children, and then he files it as well. Mm-hmm. And then that's when shit really starts getting bad. Yeah. Because. I mean, like, and like, like, all through this whole thing, the paparazzi's not leaving her alone. Nobody's leaving her alone. She's at, she's she's... at drive throughs trying to pick up food, and the paparazzi is literally surrounding her car. What did she get to eat? I just need to know, like, what she ordered. It's like. She, yeah, like, like I remember how big she was. I used to have a Britney Spears like CD for my CD player when I was like eight, nine years old, whatever the hell it was. But like, Jesus, dude, I don't care. That's horrifying. Like, that's so terrifying. And the whole time, like, every time you hear her talk, like in the interviews that they have, where she's like crying and like she wants it just to be over, yeah, and like she wants to like live her life, go through her fucking divorce. I think she just like she wants to be done. With she's it. got she's like I don't want to be yeah like, popular anymore. I just want to fucking live. Yeah, she's got two kids that she would just like to spend some time with. She's the after the first kid's born, and she's like walking out of her house or whatever, holding their kid. And there's like. 40 fucking paparazzis around. That's, Swarming. Yeah, dude, that's, like, super stressful for a baby. You guys are yeah. all sick fucks. Like, yep. that's disgusting. And then later, um, this is where, like, the paparazzi really starts. Once she had her kid, I mean, they have been demonizing her since the start. She was supposed to, She's this innocent-looking girl yeah. from Southern America that dresses um, promiscuously. and Like, not even that bad at the even, same time. It was just, it was like, she had this church vibe uh or like look yeah like a southern girl vibe but then she like her music was uh just like she was just confident and she Mm. didn't give a fuck so Mm. she made what music she wanted to and it was incredible and people Mm. related to it and then it was kind of it's it's similar to elvis where parents just didn't like it because it was like you're teaching my kid the wrong thing but it's just more along the lines of like you're old and square yeah basically yeah yeah that's basically I mean, basically, so, the basis of music is religion, and then right after that, it's sex. So, like, what's the problem, I guess? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the very basics of music is religion. That's just where music started. And then... Was it not storytelling? I thought music started from... Well, like, legitimate, like, notes, like, oh, and, notes like, and putting, and yeah, stuff together. That that's Yeah, that's, that's religion. Religious, like, hymns yeah. and stuff. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I get where you're saying. Or, like, I guess our scale and how we listen to music. And, like, that's why Eastern music and their scale sounds off to us. Like, it doesn't sound bad, you know? It's just that they're based in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that makes a lot of sense that I never actually thought about. College music class. What up, Kirkwood? Go Eagles. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, so, like I said, they were demonizing her from the beginning. Once she had her kids, they just started demonizing her even more. Just mm. calling her a worst mom ever. And there's one uh She incident. did make the mistake of going out with Lindsay Lohan not long after her And Paris Hilton. Yeah. Together. Who are like I wouldn't here's the whole thing about this that I've seen and realized now, because I've like I've never really looked into it or thought about it mm. much. The tabloid kind of era yeah. never really interests me, but I think we could do like a deep dive into how fucked up the tabloid yeah. era is disgusting like they just demonize these mm. girls for going and like partying yeah the like shit that most people do they're every fucking weekend. rich dude yeah of course they're gonna <laughs> yeah, fucking no go party shit. rich people have been doing cocaine and partying forever ever. literally because, ever but like the people the reason that the like 
these people were getting demonized because they were women. Yeah. And they were like, they were just supposed to be these like perfect little girls. But if you go drink and do drugs and have sex willy nilly, you're a fucked up person yeah. if you're a girl. Yeah. It was Fuck super- you for growing up into a woman, you piece of shit. Yeah, how stay, dare you? stay eight years old and on Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, you idiot. Wow, yeah. wow, Brittany, that's fucked up. I hope they I hope she's paying her babysitters overtime. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah, dude, like, that what was- the fucking like. And then, and then the best part of it all, the like huge, not the huge interview, but like the main interview. This whole thing was with Matt Lauer, fucking Matt Lauer, the one of the biggest pieces of shit. There Pretty sure is. he is a not he's not a he, he sexually assaulted somebody I believe. Uh, the dude used to have a button on the underside of his desk at NBC that would lock the door. So what? Yeah, like women. Matt Lauer can suck Matt it. Matt Lauer can suck it. Will Ferrell was right all along, and dude, I knew it. I know. <laughs> I knew it. Never. My, no, my dad loves Land of the Lost, mm-hmm. and when Matt Lauer got fired. He sent me that, and he just, in quotes, Matt Lauer can suck it. And my dad probably didn't give a fuck what the story yeah. was about, but he just saw mm. that and thought it was hilarious. And I was like, yeah, no, Matt, Matt Lauer can actually fucking suck it. That's why you never trust a guy who wears a <laughs> choker all the time. Oh, my God. Matt Lauer, under his suit and tie, on all those years he was on whatever NBC show it was, had, wearing a choker. Never trust a dude that wears a choker. A st- no. Yeah, a straight dude that wears a choker, he'll probably molest you. Yeah. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> Not to offend our so, straight men listeners. That chokers. have a choker. I doubt we have a single one. Well, Nick. Yeah. We all we all know Nick's wearing we choker. not tell anybody that, but okay. But <laughs> so. He gets so many ricochet shots. <laughs> now, that I, now that we've had him on, it's just the, it's yeah. such oh, yeah. easy. But, um, <laughs> he's target there because he can't defend himself right nope, now. No, exactly. Suck it, Nick. <laughs> Please come back on the podcast. Um, so, the incident in particular is Brittany is being swarmed by paparazzi. They're, like, banging on the windows of her car, and her kid is in the back, baby, infant, crying, freaking out. So, she picks him up, put her, puts him in her lap. And starts driving. And everybody's like, she's a terrible parent. Like, blah, blah, blah. Why should, would she do that? What about these fucking monsters on the outside of her car? Ter- like They're never brought up. Like, they're never, ever brought up. But she's also going, like, 5, 10 miles an hour. I guarantee she got, like, out of the parking lot and, like, whatever. And whoever is riding passenger with her strapped the baby back in. Well, here's the thing. Once they get out of the parking lot, those paparazzi have to sprint back to their car so they can follow her car so they can make sure that they get the next shot once she gets out of her car. Yeah, Jesus Christ. So, it's... And then we, and then you have a this sad, dude, disgusting life. You have this dude sitting there trying to, um, like justify what he was doing the whole time by saying, "Well, she enjoyed it in the beginning." This motherfucker's like, yeah. a rapist, basically. Yeah, like that's such a fucked up way. Like, well, she liked the paparazzi to start, so what? Like, why would she start hating mm-hmm. it, and why would she hate us? I don't know, because you're doing it twenty four seven every single day of her life, and you're terrorizing her, her children, her family, making it hard to do anything mm-hmm. at all. I wonder why she'd fucking hate you. I wonder why she ended up shaving her head and kind of losing her shit, and oh. like. And she goes, the reason, in quotes, is I don't want anybody touching I don't want anybody fucking touching anymore. And that's why she shaved her head. is because apparently people would, like, try to, like, grab, grab her, her hair, hair and shit. And Do you remember when that happened when we were in, like, yeah, but, elementary school and 
We were just we, told that she went, she literally went crazy. Yeah, and she just shaved her head yep. in like the. And we weren't given any explanation. But whatsoever. I remember ripping on Britney Spears when I was about fourth grade because that's just what everyone was doing. The whole tabloid culture and everything was just like, yeah, she's a piece of shit. She's nuts now. Like, yeah, and and then which is really fucking sad. So fucked up because like, you we don't get the full picture. Obviously, we still don't even have the full picture. I would say that we have a pretty good idea of what the fuck is going down or was going down back then now. Yeah. Especially with people, like, acknowledging it. Yeah. And, like, but for some reason in the early 2000s, we just didn't see a problem with a swarm of men following a young woman around we taking see a, problem a picture. with a 100% invasion of privacy. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, dude. It's, so, it's surprising there was no story of, like, oh, she caught, like... Some dude in her fucking closet with his camera. You know what I mean? Like, I mean that would be or like you yeah, know like the crazy like the Aaron Andrews story. Uh, oh yeah, where the dude like basically just cut a hole in the fucking hotel room wall and just yeah. waited for her to undress and started taking pictures of it. She almost got fired from ESPN. She got put on leave for months because so they could investigate it. Yeah, and like she was she did this for like fame or whatever. When some dude's just a fucking creep. It's insane. It's really surprising to me that didn't happen. Insane to me that people can just be like, well, no, it's it's definitely her fault for the guy cutting a hole in the wall, or it's definitely her fault for these people yeah. like banging on her window, fucking probably shaking the car to an extent, mm. and then with a baby, a baby. So she gets to her second kid, and then uh, files for the divorce, and then I think that's when she like, I think she loses custody. But gets visitation rights. Yeah, like minimal. Minimal visitation yeah. rights. And that's when she kind of loses it. She shaves her head. Um, and she just... Any fucking mother would. Oh, my God. I think any person that would stop wanting you to fucking, like, pull their hair, the rationality would be like, I'm going to fucking shave my head. Or, yeah, like, I would just like to walk down the street without being fucking bothered Harassed, all the time. Yeah. Like, or not even walk down the street. Step out of my house. Get into my vehicle. And not be fucking, like, bothered. And be able to take a full stride for once in my... I don't think Britney Spears, before this whole downfall, ever took a full stride in her fucking life. Yeah. Once that first paparazzi person showed up... Yeah, dude. So, then it comes to the fateful night of the picture. Where this guy is basically told from, like, his best friend that they're going to get an exclusive here. Because she's in her cousin's car... Trying to get to Kevin Federline's house to see her kids. Out of town. He denies them. Mm-hmm. Then they go fill up a gas station and come back and try to do the same thing again. And while they're outside, Brittany has just had enough with this motherfucker. That's supposed to be like helping her and nice to her. He's oh, like, my favorite. We're yeah. For you, yeah, I'm worried we about you, Brittany. About you I'm worried bu- about you. While your buddy is just like clipping pictures. And you can see in one of the pictures, you, she can clearly hear this guy saying, we're worried about you. And she's like. Yeah, fucking right. If you were worried about me, you wouldn't be taking these pictures. You wouldn't be filming. Like, she has that distinct look yeah, on her face. Yeah, like, you are full of shit. You're just trying to make money, which he made a shitload of money on. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, you, there's some part of it you kind of got to respect the hustle because it was with the times. As disgusting as it is, that dude made, like, $3 million off of that. Oh, picture. yeah. No, see, I, I think it's very cowardly because they're not – they're. They're antagonizing her and then just, like, backing away yeah. to take the picture. Yeah. So, it's like, they could get their ass beat, but they could still get the picture. Oh, yeah. Everything about it is, like, fucked up, but, like, the dude made $3 million off of a picture that is infamous and we all know about. 
Yeah. I mean, you got to give him like the tiniest, teensiest bit of props. I'll give him like, a little bit of props. That's more money than I'll ever see in my fucking life. So, I see. I don't really like giving people money ba- or props based off of like just money amounts because like the way you got the money was pretty fucking scum. Yeah. No, I mean, because he antagonized. But it's it not illegal. Point. Like, you know, that's I mean? not. It's wrong, not like yeah. It's not like he like, shorted something on Wall Street or something like that. But he paying just, people no hazard pay is technically not illegal right now, but it's still a fucking scummy thing to do because people are working during the pandemic. So true. Fuck you, Jeff Bezos. Fuck you, Jeff Bezos. Bald fuck. Okay. Well, <laughs> you looked at me when you said that, so I'm not really <laughs> sure who, so who was that pointed towards. But I, I, okay. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. What happens is she pulls a fucking umbrella out the back of her car, and just starts beating this motherfucker's car. The guy that's taking the pictures, like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? And he's like, oh, this is fucking great. I love she's it. holding back too. Oh, she's holding she back knows... because she could take the wooden handle and smash the window. Oh. She knows this is going to be bad as soon as she starts doing it, but she's like... So she takes the pointy end of it and starts just like jamming it in so it's not doing a ton of damage, but it's doing some. I loved the little clip where it's like, oh my God, look what she did. And it's like, there's a tiny scratch here and a tiny dent there and a little scratch in the window like, oh my God, what a crazy bitch. She could have smashed your fucking windshield in if she wanted to. That that, uh, umbrella had a solid fucking wood handle. One good smack... Windshield cracked. Yeah. Windows broken. Yeah. Yeah. No. And this is where uh, she loses visitation rights. Mm. And then her father steps into the picture. Who has never been around. Ever. Like, he pushed he, her to like become famous and like let her move to New York when she was 15. Because he's not an idiot. Knows yep. she's a really good singer. And that she's got, you know, a He knows he can talent. make money. Well, I feel like at first it was, well, kind of. But also he... Like I recognize saw, the talent. He saw the talent, yeah. and then he equated that to other big. Yeah, pop but this stars. is, and he's like, it's it's kind of that. He did kind of step away though to like he wasn't making. I don't know what was going on when she was like really popular before all this well, stuff see, when happened. She was younger. I don't know if any of that money went to her. I'm pretty sure the whole all that money went. Oh to her yeah, parents. I'm sure. That's so how Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he didn't. He didn't have to be involved at all. Yeah. She was just making him money. Yeah. So, he steps into the picture, 2008, and he's been n- not involved in her life at all. Um, and he comes in and wants to. Did did their did her parents get a divorce? I don't know. This was they never really I, I, like never I'm together. Really confused yeah. by what happened here. It seemed but like never a, really together. Her parents aren't. And it seemed like they were together to just rake in money off of their kids. Would to how much start. money do you think they made off Zoe 101? Probably a lot. I mean, I guess Jamie Lynn ended up at the end, like towards the end of that, she was 18. Cause she, she, well, she, she got, got pregnant before the end of the show. Yeah. Like, and the show ended right. because she was pregnant. But they did close it, correct? I could not yeah, tell you. I, yeah. I remember liking that show for it's bits and pieces. Fire of it, fucking show. But I could not remember. Because who wouldn't want to yeah. go to a college oh, or yeah. high school yeah i'm pretty sure that was like uh like thursday nights it was fucking zoe 101 and ned's declassified new episodes back to back oh yeah and dude, i'm pretty sure actually Nickelodeon rivals abc for like oh dude when, for thursday nights yeah basically <laughs> we never even acknowledged that but yeah nickelodeon <laughs> would have been the only thing i think naked brothers band was also in there and i fucked with some naked brothers band naked brothers band was like the uh 
I wouldn't say it was the 30 Rock, but it was like, yeah. Zoe 101 and Ned's The Classified were definitely the main hits. Yeah. I like Ned's The Classified way more. Yeah, the best. Zoe 101 was right behind it. Mm-hmm. And then Naked Brothers Band was great, but it was like, uh, I'll watch it. I enjoy it. Yeah. But it was kind of a weird-ass premise, too. Yeah, it was called The Naked Brothers Band. Yeah, it was a weird premise. Yeah. It was like The Bare Naked Ladies. I, that's kind <laughs> of like the way I... You mean B&L. <laughs> Nobody calls them B&L. <laughs> they are so mainstream that they need to be dumbed down to B&L now. <laughs> oh, my Community God. Community references. Let's go. That's gross. <laughs> I was not expecting that at all. I literally just watched that episode like three days ago. So, Jamie Spears, Britney's father, steps in and tries to uh, install a temporary conservatorship, which, for those that don't know, conservatorships mean this person will go to the court and appeal to the court saying whoever they want the conservatorship over does not have the right state of mind or physical or mental, or mental, physical or mental capacity to take care of themselves or their estate. Yeah, so there's like two different kinds, right? There's like a A person and a finance. Yeah. A person uh, conservatorship means you get to decide what this person does with their health. You can talk to their doctors. You can make sure that they are going through the right... Like you can basically force them into things that they may not think they need, but Mm -hmm. they also may not be... It's intended for people that aren't... right. It's usually intended for older people. Yeah, like your 85-year-old grandmother that... Who believes that her hips that have broken three times are A-OK and she can walk wherever she wants. And it's like, no, you need, like... A walker and you need some medication and... And, like, but she... It's not It's not that she doesn't want to. It's that she physically and mentally doesn't understand that she can't walk anymore. Yeah. That's the difference between... It's like... Like it's an not, old dog. Yeah, it's not that you can't balance your checkbook. It's that you are incapable of managing your money and you are... Uh, due to your be sub- influence, you're subject, subject to be to, duped. Basically. Yeah, you're subject yeah. to like being duped into giving away your money. Yeah, that's like, the idea behind the financial, and the idea behind the person is like you don't understand what actually, you need. Anymore. I have a great like example. Basically, they're saying that Britney Spears would get one of these uh, your car warranty calls, and she'd fall for it every fucking time. Yeah, every every IRS scam that you get, it's, oh, if you hang up now, we will call the local authorities and send them to your place if you don't send us $3,000. Yeah. That's ba- perfect. Analogy. Yeah, like, basically, they're saying that Britney Spears would fall, for, fall that for that every time. Every time. And that, and Jamie was concerned of that, in quotes. So, <laughs> by the time that this is happening, Britney is kind of falling off the charts she's not like making the same amount of money she was or anything like that and it seems to be that jamie steps in specifically to take control of her finances for the most part Mm -hmm. he takes control of her person as well Mm -hmm. yeah he gets the whole kit and caboodle right Yeah, he gets person and finances and he is co-conservator with his lawyer on said finances um then it like continues, but the first thing that happens is when this conservatorship starts, Brittany reaches out to a, a lawyer, and she explicitly says, I'm fine with having a conservatorship. I don't want it to be my father. And that, she's like, I want it to be a third party, independent from us. That would actually give a shit about her well-being. Yeah, and it's like, I don't care if I have a conservatorship. I understand that I probably need a little bit of help here. I do not want it to be my father. Mm. That was her like explicit thing. So she brings this lawyer that she has already talked to 
to court, and the judge says that they have a note that says that she is unable to, she does not have the ability to receive counsel because. Yeah, uh, because she's under the, so like, so the whole thing is the same as a conservatorship. She's not able to basically do anything for herself. She's not able to make her own decisions is basically what the court ruled. And the they talked to the lawyer that she talked to herself. Yep. And he's, him, yeah. And he's like, yeah, no, from what I talked to her, she was totally fine. She had, if a, yeah. she knew exactly what she was doing. She knew like exactly who she was talking to, me. She knew exactly what she wanted from me, what she wanted to do with this whole situation. She was fine with the conservatorship, just not her dad, because he's clearly out for the money. And then the court was just like, nope. Nope. We have you a can't. note that says you can't, but I'm not going to show you the note either. Yeah, but I'm not going to show you the note. I think, okay, that might not be illegal, but that sounds so fucking illegal. No, that's super, don't you ha- don't that's you have super to, illegal. Don't you be- have to show evidence? Yes. Like, that's, isn't evidence, uh, like, presenting evidence one of the main parts? Yes. Uh, well, I can't remember what that's called. It's uh, the, just disclosure. It's the... It, in, like, the investigation... Oh, it? it's, yeah, it's, it's disclosure, just, but... Yeah, it's, it's, like, you have an, to disclose any piece of evidence any court find. case ever if one side has this evidence or this new evidence or whatever you have to show it or, or give everything you have to the other like the defendants or uh the prosecutors yep. like it either, both ways it has to work both ways because then you can't have a court that's not on level playing grounds yep so that's just that's just how the fucking United States of America judicial system was set up, which is that's so crazy that he's never seen that. And he still no one's it. ever he seen know it. What's in it? Sounds pretty fucking fake to me, if you ask me. Um, sounds like Jamie was like, "Hey, judge, I'll fucking cut you in on this. This, my daughter is worth so much fucking money." So he goes in, and he sounds like he says, like what Drew said, if she is able to come to me. Saying that she's willing to do a conservatorship, she just doesn't want her it to be her father. That sounds that sounds like pretty fucking sound judgment. Mm-hmm. Like it sounds like she understands that she needs help, but she just doesn't want this money hungry grubbing guy to be yeah. a part of it. Which, I mean, I get what she was going with, but she doesn't need a conservatorship. She's a fucking accountant. Yeah, it's, yeah, but she didn't understand that because she's, she's been famous since she's fifteen. You can't yeah. fucking blame her. You can't. Yeah, and that's she's been thing. famous since she was eight. Sorry. Yeah, well, yeah, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse yeah. basically. So, nice. The conservatorship starts, and it starts in temporary, and then it becomes uh, placed as permanent for the foreseeable future. So this man has uh, control over her whole life. Any record deal she signs, anything that he wants her to do, she has to do legally or go to jail. I'm Uh, not really sure, like, what the downfall of her just not doing any of it would be. Oh, she would like she can't not do it. Like there's just there's no choice for her. So what if she mm-hmm. just went on stage and didn't do anything? She just sat down. That's kind of what she did when she revealed her Vegas show. Yeah, so everyone thought she was Vegas gonna, show. or yeah, her second Vegas residency. She was supposed to do this whole thing, and she just walked off. Seems like pretty sound judgment and a big old fuck you yep. to her dad and that lawyer, which they make themselves 1.5% off of her revenue. Everything. Yep. Merch, 
everything, so which 1.5% of fucking a million dollars, which she probably rakes in quite often. A million dollars is probably like 10% of what her concerts make. Yeah, but say, I mean, just say she yeah. brings in a million dollars to concert. Her dad and lawyer make fucking over 10 grand. Yep. Fuck you. Are you serious? That's absolutely so fucked up. So, she gets in the conservatorship, and then when this conservatorship basically starts is when she comes out with her new album. And people are like, Britney's back, all this shit. And it's like... Pretty bitch. She was, in my mind, basically forced to make this music. I remember when she came back. I was fucking hyped. I was hyped for it, too, but I didn't then, understand the circumstances. And yeah. for me now, it's like... Did she want to do this? Yeah. Did she actually want to come um, back? Not at all. Because no. I remember listening to that album and I was like, this is not nearly as good as like OG Britney yeah. stuff. And then you see all was, these like free. This whole thing made me remember I was actually like a pretty I decent Britney. fucking Britney yeah, Sears no. fan when I was in like elementary school. Hell yeah. <laughs> so. And then they showed the clip of her on uh, How I Met Your Mother. I fucked with How I Met Your Mother at the yep. time before yep. it ended and it was the biggest piece of shit show ending in throne i think how i met your mother's worse i I don't think they will ever top another one i can guarantee game of thrones is worse did okay they set it up that's another time that's seven seasons mm -hmm. and then they just threw it all in the garbage and like oh we'll just fucking make it up the very first episode of how i met your mother they say aunt robin not your mother they go through all these seasons we've actually talked about this before we've literally thought yeah yeah we've had this exact conversation and there was a there was a a way I described it, but I can't remember it now. Yeah, me either, but I do remember talking about this now. It was basically they lied on one plot line, but then the other one was like, it just made They zero said, sense. fuck you. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, this plot line just isn't good, whereas this one is like, what the fuck did you do? Both fully lazy. Oh, yeah. Extremely yeah. lazy. Oh, my God. Jesus, where do we go? Brittany, let's <laughs> <laughs> just jump so far. So, we're back in the conservatorship. This is after she's kind of come back mm-hmm. i'd say yep and then instagram starts popping up i might be missing a couple steps here if you like i, I think we're good but she starts posting these it seemed innocent at first like these normal videos that were just like they're weird they're weird yeah. but it's like there's a lot of fucking weird videos on the yeah. internet from a lot of famous people too mm-hmm. like Matthew McConaughey's got some fucking weird ass videos. Lincoln, just Lincoln commercials. No, no, <laughs> not even. About, have you heard his inspirational videos? Oh, his green light ones from his book. Oh my god, that yeah. We should review his fucking. We should have Nick. We should all read the book and review his book because I listened <laughs> green to him. I listened to him talk about how. Oh god, what did I listen to him on? He talked about his process for him, making this book. I heard him on Pardon My Take. That's what I heard. I think we might have... Yeah, I think we actually listened to this on the way... Oh, was it KFC Radio, maybe? Yes, I think yeah. we did listen to that. Then. Yep. And he was talking about like this whole journey to make this book, basically. Wild ride. I would love to review that. So, <laughs> we'll get back. But basically, her Instagram's just kind of weird. And then, like we were talking about before, these two girls... Which, I mean... I have a very I don't judge people. Actually, no, I do judge people on the way they look. These two girls look exactly like the two kind of girls that would just be like, hey, we should deep dive into literally every single one of Britney Spears' Instagram posts. And every. Every. Well, she used an emoticon, not an emoji. That. Solid point, actually. No, it's not. When. Okay. 
You, we all used to use the emoticons, correct? Yeah. When's the last time you did an emoticon since you've had emojis? Anytime a girl uses an emoticon to me. <laughs> Anytime I get a smiley no. face in an emoticon, I'll use an emoticon instead of a. No. Movie. Yeah, I'll always use it. Emo- Say, I, I, I got a great point. I but played I thought... the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> just. Okay. Until you're just swimming in emoticon pussy. This is actually <laughs> this this part right here brings up a really important thing that has nothing to do with Britney Spears at all. It's called a parasocial relationship, where people and it's actually big figures have a giant presence online, so you get to see their day to day life, and you feel like you're their friend. You understand what's going on in their life, and you're like, okay, well, yeah, like this is I understand this person like a friend. But that person doesn't know you exist. That is a parasocial relationship where you believe that you have this relationship with this person. Like, I guarantee that these two girls on this podcast think that if they met Brittany, that she'd be like, oh, my God, you guys are the girls on the podcast? Yeah. Like, I'm, thank you so much. Yeah. No. That would never happen. Here's my point on these two girls. That I guess not my point. My roommate made this point, and it kind of blew my mind, but it... it these girls are the exact same and just as bad as the fucking paparazzi in the 2000s. 100%. They're not leaving her alone. They're not letting her just post her fucking Instagram. You are take, you're making a podcast that is a deep dive into literally every single Instagram post they make at, that she makes. And then she went on like a month or two hiatus or whatever and it was like, from Instagram. They're like, Britney Watch. They're losing. 17. Yeah, they're like, losing their mind. Holy shit. You are just as bad because those paparazzi thought they were her friend, too. I would say that's pretty close, except there's no physical aspect to it. I would agree with it 100%. Agreed. Like, they are, they're digging into everything. They're analyzing it like like they're in the fucking Matrix, like mm. trying to fucking connect all the ones <laughs> and zeros. That gif of that woman with all the fucking Yeah, the mat. math around their head. They're like... Well, she hasn't posted in 17 days, but 17 is her favorite number, so maybe she'll post today. It's like, what? Okay. I get, I like that analogy. 17 is when Hit Me Baby One More Time came out. She Hit was, Me Baby went 17 was, times platinum. Actually, it was 11 times platinum, I think. Or it sh- She had the 11 time platinum. I think it went more platinum than that. But um, anyways, these girls are 100%. Psychos. Like, like Psychos. psychotic. And this is coming from dudes who dissect every marvel thing so but it's not a person you know. it's a fucking yeah, series like, this is yeah. a whole franchise that we're trying people. to dissect that people have literally put there for us to dissect if you're like i'm not saying that you but like if yeah. anybody was to argue with us if you're gonna try and tell me that marvel's not putting all these hints and shits in there for yeah. just whatever you're fucking lying to yourself and you're lying you're you're ignorant like yeah. we actually have bits and pieces to believe that like we're solving a puzzle they're like, this is a person's yeah. life, and we have to know every inch and everything about this person's life. Otherwise, I will never be fulfilled. And it's like, we're going to start a podcast called Brittany Graham. And then, You're Drew, just... I figured out the way we get famous. We need to become a part of a scandal and then have a random friend call in with some bullshit information. Possibly bullshit, but it sounds real to people that care. Oh, yeah, dude. That guy's full of shit. Okay, so basically, they get a... An, an anonymous voicemail from a quote-unquote paralegal that worked for um, Jamie Spears' lawyer. And he basically said that at one point, Brittany was, uh, in quotes, voluntarily went into a mental health hospital before 
this like two month hiatus from yeah, Instagram before the two month hiatus. So it was said that she went in voluntarily and that she um, just needed some time alone. This in quotes paralegal from Jamie Lynn's legal team, which bullshit. Bro. I should have coordinated this to with when she burnt her gym down because maybe she did you did you ever hear about that? She had like her own home personal gym and it like burnt down. Hmm. I don't know if she did it. I don't like, I don't know if she caused it, whatever, but like it burnt down. I kind of think maybe she was just dealing with some shit. Like, hey, half my house was fucking caught on fire. I don't know if that, like, court, I should have looked into that, but maybe that does. But also, like, again, leave her the fuck alone. Yeah. Like, don't make a fucking podcast about. Every single picture slash video she ever posts. Yeah. Because and, you're just the same as the paparazzi. And then it comes to this pod. I'm not even sure this podcast was like the precipice of it, but they made it seem like this podcast was the reason the free Britney movement started. They said it blew up. I, I can get behind it. I mean, they said it blew up in like a day after but that the, but, voicemail came out. Well, the voicemail came out. But it wasn't like their podcast that started the Free Britney movement. It was just the vo- like the voicemail was a part of their podcast, yeah. and then other people heard that and started the Free Britney movement. Is the way I interpreted it. I could be okay. Wrong. The way I interpreted it was they started this podcast, much like our podcast. Nobody listens, and they it's all about Britney's Instagram. And then they get this call, and. They already had the free Britney movement kind of going because they were like really reading into oh, like her Instagrams already, or whatever, yeah. and then that oh. like voicemail hit, and then everyone started hearing about that voicemail, and then the next day their podcast blew up, and then everyone kind of went back through their podcasts and agreed and or disagreed with their points on each post. I, okay, so here's one thing that happens: there's one girl that gets interviewed that is a part of this free Britney activist hashtag free Britney activist. There's a few people that were. The whole start of this episode pissed me off because it was just like the Free Britney activists, and there's this one guy, and I I I, I ignore I already know where you're going, and I felt the same way. I'm not trying to be a dick here, but there's this gay guy that oh, is maybe not that is talking about how when he was younger, Britney made it like better or like okay to be who he was, okay to be who like he that. was, yeah. and but he says it made it okay for me to be a gay boy in the suburbs of Virginia. That's quote unquote. Which I don't understand growing up gay. Not gay. No. Yeah. It must suck. You're the suburbs, dude. Did it really was it really that bad? My thinking is it's like it could have been that bad, but the way he put it was just like, like Cry me a river, bro. Cry me a river. I think my biggest <laughs> issue with it is why are you Putting this person on a pedestal when you're the person that overcame your fears. Like, yeah. they may have given you, like, the inspiration to do it, maybe. But, like, you're the person that did it yourself. Why don't you give yourself credit for that? Like, you... Can't ma- stand that. You made it okay for yourself to be a gay boy. Like, in Virginia or whatever. It's yeah. Like, that's That was you, man. It- like... They may have, like, inspired you a little bit, but she didn't do it herself. She didn't come to your house. She didn't tell everybody, he's gay. It's okay. It's like, no, that's not what happened, man. Like, you were like, okay, she's empowered by herself. I have the right to be empowered by myself, too. You made that connection in your mind. She didn't didn't tell you that, like, you're okay. Yeah, I didn't have any problem with inspiration aspects of it. I was just like, really, dude, in the suburbs, was it that fucking hard? 
I mean, it can be. It could probably be pretty. I hard. guess I it was the 2000s, so maybe it was. People gave. I a guess lot it of, was different. People gave a lot of people shit for literally. High nothing. school sucks. For, like literally especially yeah. Nothing like yeah. we like there was just shit given out for like oh you fucking tripped in the hallway a fucking loser like yeah big different high school I'm not shitting on that yeah. in any way just the way this dude put it i just i had the biggest eye roll like whatever dude Brittany didn't do this comes back to my like that. so parasocial relationships and i've talked about it already but like with twitch and streamers it's a huge thing and i found myself falling into that i was like like kind of feeling like i was a friend of somebody but then i like i found this parasocial thing i was like and now i am cognizant of what's happening and the reason this bothers me so much is because this is a completely separate person from your life that has literally no influence over you. You can have somebody that you look up to, but you got to understand that they they don't care about yeah. you slash know that you exist. They might know of the group. They might yeah. know the Free Britney activist group. They might know of that. But you could be like, I'm part of the Free Britney activist group. And she would say the same generic thing. Mm. She says to anybody that's a part of the Free Britney, I thank you so much. Like, I really like, she could mean it. She could mean like, thank you so much. I really appreciate what yeah. you're doing. She doesn't know who you are. Yeah. And maybe that appreciation is enough for you. But if, to me, a lot of these people came out there like, I want to be her friend. Yeah. It's like. That's like, that's like saying, ah, uh, man, that's like saying without Michael Jordan, there would be no Kobe kind of thing uh like he he obviously grew up watching michael jordan and he fucking loved basketball and he probably tried to emanate some of the things that michael jordan did yeah but kobe did every fucking thing to make himself kobe yeah there, michael jordan pretty much had nothing to fucking do with it other than the fact he was the best basketball player when he was growing up yeah and he Brittany saw that was just like, like the biggest like that. yeah Brittany was just the biggest pop star who was like fuck you i'm gonna be myself i'm gonna do what i do which they interviewed her backup dancer like much earlier in this whole episode and whatever. And, uh, director of like, yeah, and they're all like, she's director. super fucking creative. She wanted things her way. She wasn't a diva. She was very smart and very creative and did her things her own way. She knew what she fucking wanted. Your point being here, I think both of us just be your fucking self, yeah. man. Just be your own person. Don't like, hang yourself, your whole like personality, and everything you have on something. anyone else. Yeah. Famous or not. Yeah. Like, you got to understand. You sound ridiculous. Just be confident. Like, just because somebody else is an inspiration doesn't mean they did anything for you. Like, you yeah. did it yourself. You got You have to take those steps yourself to actually be who you are. Yeah. I like listening to Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra is not the reason I sing all the time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about here, dude? Yeah. <laughs> Daft Punk's the reason I listen to music. R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. But we got Bobby Schmurda back. Thank God. Gang, gang. <laughs> okay. Talk about the yeet. So then it comes to, like, in my point, the super controversial part. Um, The person conservatorship of Britney Spears ends when Jamie becomes sick. And then... Andrew Wallet, the lawyer of Jamie Spears, asks for a raise in revenue, saying, basically, we've done all these things for her, so she's going to make more money in the business. It's going to be a very lucrative opportunity for the conservatorship. Quote, unquote. In Hybrid a, business model was another quote in, in a the document, same sentence. In a legal document. And conservatorships are for the best interests of the person. Not the financial interest. So, America, fuck, fuck yeah. yeah. 
basically what happens is Jamie Spears says that the only he's like I care about my daughter so much, but he would give up this person conservatorship, which is arguably more important than any financial conservatorship because somebody can blow all their money, but they can still be alive. Yeah, and they can still do all this shit. Agreed. So Jamie hands over this person conservatorship to, or I guess he might have gotten it taken away from him, but it kind of sounds like he just. Wanted the finance, and he yeah. didn't give a fuck about the person. Yeah. So I believe Lynn has the person, her mother. I could be wrong. I thought it was the lawyer. No, but, but he ended up resigning. He stepped down oh, from okay. the conservatorship because after he asked for the raise, and it must so, have went to somebody else because Lynn's not a part of Lynn's it. not a bad mother. She, I mean, she's, no, 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 no. But the thing is, she just wanted a say in her daughter's life. She's basically saying. Oh, the person? The person. Mean, oh, yeah. Jamie wa- yeah, you the, might be right. Not Jamie. Lynn wanted the person. She's I want to like, say Jamie Lynn every fucking every time. Every time because of, yeah. Sort of dumb name. Lynn, Brittany's mother, wanted the person yeah, side of you it are right, to make yeah. sure that her like health was okay. And then when this happened, so right before this happened is when the lawyer asked for a raise. Right when they switched the person and the finances went directly to Jamie, the lawyer quit out of nowhere. After asking for he was, a raise. Because he was like, I don't want the person. I want the money, you fucking idiots. Yeah. No, but Jamie had the money still. So yeah. it was really confusing why this lawyer quit. No, I don't. I think it's because why would he care about the person conservatorship? He only wants the finance. If Jamie's going to keep that, then he's fucking out. No, he's in the finances with Jamie. Oh, yeah. He's in the estate. Yeah. He had co he had co conservatorship over everything, and this is where the new- maybe he finally realized, hey, we're fucking assholes and we're pieces of shit, and also the free Britney movement's coming. He probably just got out while he yeah, could. he's like, I need to get out, and he yeah. probably made fuck a ton of money yeah, anyway. I mean, so he's a lawyer, already makes a bunch, and this is where everybody is like, this is kind of the time where Britney's like, I fucking hate my father. They're like, they don't get along at all, and she is still uh, as recent as. August 2020, she attempted to get her father off of the uh, estate conservatorship Mm. and transfer it to a bank. That sounds like pretty fucking sound judgment to me. I mean, that, I mean, if you're trying to take your money, I guess any money away from your father and put it into a bank, it's not, I mean, I'm not saying it's not sound. That is. Genuinely showing me that your father's a piece of shit. You don't like him. He's using him. Who wants to go to a bank for anything? No, yeah. No, like, Fuck w- banks. Why Why? Why would I ever want to go to a third party if my family Especially was if it's a bank. Like, let, let me, like. That makes no sense. I would trust my entire family right now. Yeah. Over my entire life. If I, like, ended up no. needing a conservatorship, that'd be fine. Yeah, my I'd dad, never question my it. brother's. Whatever. I would never go to a bank. If she's wanting if to she's do at that, that point, there's something really yeah. fucked up. And the court is too fucking stupid to see that. Well, they refuse to see it because of the money that's being split. Maybe, in their well, maybe they're like us and they're like, that's dumb as shit. Why would you want to go to a bank? And they just don't but see the happens. whole thing. They said, I will not um, suspend Jamie's conservatorship today with the possibility of suspending it in the future. But then they gave uh, this specific bank that she chose co-conservatorship over her estate. So she's close. All I got to say is if she has the judgment to say, 
I understand that you guys won't let me out of this conservatorship, but I don't want my fucking dad to be a part of my finances. Her dad should have no say in her whole life mm. whatsoever. Yeah. And I think I I probably have one more. If thing she's to been say. saying it for years, then like years. Yeah. Then this clearly she yeah. Been, in fact, for twelve years, and I just wanted to answer. But that. like, if she's if she's been saying I don't want my dad a part of this for years, like that's Since not the very beginning. That's not yeah. That's not she's not mentally there to do it or whatever like that's a constant she clearly you have to see yeah her dad she at least understands that which i will i guess i'll just get into right now i don't want Brittany out of the conservatorship because i think she does need it because if you listen to any of those interviews from when she's 15 up until now she still talks like a 15 year old girl and on all of her instagram videos all of her instagram photos Everything she does on social media still acts like a 15-year-old girl, which I don't blame her for because she got really famous, and then everyone was all over her, and then the whole paparazzi thing drove her crazy. She never, she, crazy... she never got to grow up oh, yeah. and be a fucking human being, Absolutely. which sucks ass, Absolutely. which is like really, really sad. And I think really she does need the conservatorship, I to agree. be honest. I think but, she acknowledges that herself, yeah, though. And I think I, I also agree, but... It's uh, America is seventy five percent to blame on this. Oh yeah, and then the other twenty five is her dad. And I would I actually agree with you there. I think that she probably needs the conservatorship. She acknowledges it herself that she doesn't really mind it mm-hmm. as long as she can do what's in her best interest, and it doesn't like oppose what anybody's thinking. But her dad being a part of it is fucked such up. Yeah. a fucked yeah. up yeah. thing. That's like, uh, um, so, oh, what's the lead? I can't, I think it's Hailstorm, not Hailstorm. It's the Pretty Reckless. The lead singer of the Pretty, Le- Pretty Reckless played Cindy Lou Who yep. in the okay. live action Grinch. Gotcha. And my brother's friend was in a band that toured with the Pretty Reckless. And that girl, don't bring up how she was Cindy Lou Who to that girl because her mom and dad stole all of her fucking money just like this whole situation which is really fucked up but like you at some point you need to be a grown up on your own no matter when you became famous when yada 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 you gotta America needs to let people fucking grow up and we need to stop sexualizing fucking little girls and like teenage (laughs) girls and fucking everything it's it's genuinely disgusting and stomach turning to me watching that watching these paparazzi and this u.s weekly guy justify what they did to a person it's like they didn't care they they literally did not see her as a person at all they saw her as an object and they're like you can make fucking money off this i i mean this is this is gonna sound bad at first let me get to the end you basically could have just taken Britney Spears, locked her in her basement, molested her for years and years and years at 15, and she would have came out now acting the same because she would have never grown up from a 15-year-old like that. Obviously, the trauma would be Way totally different, different but, like, but she, that, dude, at yeah. 39 years old, Britney Spears still acts like a 15, and talks like a 15-year-old girl. Yeah, she just, I don't, like, she's... I, I don't need, I I've seen these videos that you're talking about and I understand exactly They're what you're saying. Fucking weird. Dude. It is it's weird. 
it's like when my sister was younger and coming up with captions yeah. for Instagram posts. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this makes sense, but it's like, yeah. And I don't want to downplay like what I just said. Like, obviously, that's really fucked up my analogy, yeah. but like, it's kind of the same. She was uh, 15 when she moved to New York until now when she's basically locked in her house and like can't do can't anything leave, can't really that do she much. wants to do. She's just a 39-year-old, 15-year-old. Yeah, it's really, it's, it's really super sad fucked and up. fucked up. And I'm like, I think we're with the free Britney thing, but, but also the way they she are. needs some help. Like, no, I'm, I'm with the free Britney, but they're like, get her out of the conservatorship. I'm like, get her out of her father's grasp. Yeah. She probably still needs some help because the videos I've seen are like, one of her just twirling. They're weird. Just twirling. And it and, I like, can't here's remember the, the captions. The, Britney, the, the Britney's Graham podcast would look at that like, she's twirling for freedom. It's like, no, they're just sometimes yeah. weird posts. Yeah, like maybe some of, I would give them a 5 to 15% chance of these posts having a subliminal message. Yeah, I'm sure some of them are like kind of a cry for help, but they're also probably not even meant to be a cry for help. She's like i said just a 15 year old girl and yeah i, I which is really fucking sad, sad really like sad, yeah. super sad but if we get her out of this conservatorship let her do her own thing i'm she's had plenty of time herself and whatever i think we get like a in her 40s and in her 50s madonna type fucking be comeback sick. which be so dope which or if not that's cool we'll just do whatever Mental health wise, yeah. fucking do whatever the fuck makes get, you like, feel better. Let her grow like, up. Yeah, for real. That'd be a great. That would be a great comeback. But I would prefer her being mentally stable over mm. a comeback. So, but I would also definitely love to go see a fucking live Britney Spears concert with not long, just new like as new long music. As there's and no old. conservatorship forcing her to be a part of that concert. I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> like that's my thing because I feel like all the concerts that she did during her quote unquote comeback. Was just forced. The conservatorship was like, nope, you're doing it. We need money, and you're gonna fucking do it. People still loved it. it was, I mean, like, Brit- I, I'm sure some of these Britney activists well, were at those concerts. That was uh, that was actually the really cool, I guess, not cool thing. I'll say a cool thing when they were saying that when she had this whole comeback tour, it's like when she was on stage, she could finally like be herself and do what she wanted to do. So like, within that hour and a half two, three hours, or whatever she was on stage. That was finally, like, Britney for the first time since shaving her head and all that whole situation. So, that'd be really fucking cool. And this, like... It's sad, but it's very interesting. It's extremely interesting, and I don't... And I've seen a lot of points, but obviously we state the conservatorship probably shouldn't end. There's some definitely uh, mental... I don't know if it's mental health. Barriers, like, I would yeah, think. Yeah, I think she just hasn't grown up. Like, she never got the chance. She couldn't take a full stride, yeah. like I said, because of paparazzi. She, that's both fucking, like, literal and metaphorical. She could not take a full stride in growing up. Yeah. I, I'd agree with you there. And I think that we agree conservatorship should probably stay, but the financial conservatorship from her father... Yeah. Or fucking Any cons- anything from her father yeah. should be cut off. Her father. So there's one quote from some lady that I, I forgot who she was, but she said the only time she interacted with Jamie Spears was said, Jamie Spears in quote said, "One day my daughter's gonna be so rich she's gonna buy her daddy a boat." 
I think he's she's probably bought him a couple. Probably that, and yeah. also the lawyers to fight his. <laughs> it's not a boat; it's a yacht. So, <laughs> there's one really crazy thing: is when she in 2020, Lynn Spear, Jamie Spear, and Britney Spear all had lawyers. Spears yeah. all had lawyers, and they were fighting over her conservatorship. Britney paid for every single lawyer yeah. in the courtroom. Yeah. I that's wanna, so fucked up. You, you have to pay for the person that's like. You know, it was never brought up in this whole New York Times thing. And then also what I've read. What? what Jamie and Lynn Spears do for a living. What they ever did for a living. I'm sure they did something before her. Fa- I'm sure they did something famous, before. She, yeah, she was 10. Yeah. What have they done since, uh, let's call it 1999? Yeah. Nothing, probably. Literally nothing. After Mickey Mouse Fuck you. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. So fuck Jamie Spears. Fuck Lynn Spears. Well, I'll give a half fuck to Lynn Spears. Okay, yeah. She's she's not that bad. I was just going to get into fuck Jamie Lynn Spears for killing all her cats. Wait, Jimmy Lynn Spears the one that killed the cats, not Brittany? No, Jamie Lynn, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, she I thought Britney the... was the one running over cats. No, no. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's Jamie Lynn. No, Britney burnt down her gym. Jamie Lynn just Jamie Lynn cats. just, <laughs> don't fuck with cats. Yeah, she... <laughs> she ain't about that pussy life, though. <laughs> All right. So, in conclusion, hashtag free Britney, but not to the same extent that these crazies are going. Yeah. Just get her out of her father's grasp, yeah. man. Let's get a 40s, 50s Madonna comeback. If she wants to. So. She wants to. Bounces and rounds. Bounce, let, me, let me pull her up. I got a bounce. Yep. Well, you want to start with rounds or Yeah, bounces? we can start with bounce. Uh, rounds. I just, I have a bounce. Okay. Not a okay. I got two, well, two and a half rounds. Okay, let's hit them. Okay. One, Nick, he's keeping up with the movie blog way fucking better than I am. Uh, Just, he, he, pulled, I wanted to promote. Nick's blogs every Tuesday and Friday. Nick posts a movie blog. Last Friday, it was his most anticipated movies for 2021, but he's been Tuesday, Friday movie blogs. So go read it. I wish I had the fucking uh, website right now, but I don't. Uh, yeah, Luke's looking it up. Uh, okay, and then my second round is for my brother AJ. Oh my god, I'm doubling this round. I'm doubling it. So, a, my brother AJ does stand-up comedy in Milwaukee. This was fucking and he's sick. very, very good at it. Look him up on YouTube, AJ Grill. Subscribe, all that good stuff. So, him and his buddies, obviously the whole COVID thing has put a wrench in things with stand-up comedy. Clubs aren't open, or there's limited capacity, and he's got to do stand-up with a mask on, and... Your facial expressions yeah, are obviously kind of all pain. part of it. It's yeah, it, it sucks for stand-up comedians right now. So him and his buddies had this fucking genius idea that fucking dude, super so genius. genius. I told I I called him and I told I was like I can't tell you how creative. I just and saw like, this and retweeted everything I saw yeah, about it. I was like, this is like, so fucking smart. super cool. Uh, so he lives in Milwaukee. They uh, at the shore of Lake Michigan. There is fourteen inches of ice. So, easy enough to stand on, even with a good amount of weight. You could you drive. drive on that. Oh, yeah. Plus, a foot is drivable, right? Yeah. And so, they put on a stand-up comedy show on the ice. 
everyone could come, put their chairs up, but people, but they also encouraged people to ice fish at the same time. Oh, that's sweet. I didn't know so about that. So if you see the pictures, there's an ice fishing tent right behind where they have the mic. So I'm pretty sure all the comedians were just sitting in that tent fucking ice fishing, drinking beer, having a good time. Ice fishing is one of like, I've never awesome. thought about it. I had somebody explain to me what ice oh. fishing was where like they would like, this is a little bit more extravagant probably, but they just drag this like uh, kind of like a trailer shed thing. Yeah. And they would just like slop it yeah. in the middle of the water or the mm-hmm. ice, mm-hmm. and then they would just drill a hole. But mm-hmm. they had like fucking like amenities. Oh, you got you got heaters. Did you just sit in there with a heater, like with a heater next to you, drinking beer, smoking, do whatever you want, and then you wait for the line to tug, and then you fucking reel the fish in in this little hole. A super creative idea. My brother said like 30, 40 people came, and it was a great time. But. Uh, so these pictures got kind of tossed around Twitter a little bit, and somebody tweeted it at Burt Kreischer. Be- one of the biggest names in comedy right now. Super huge name in comedy right now. Like It's Tom Segura's best friend. They have a podcast together. They've- Two Bears, One Cave. <laughs> it's so funny. Because they're not gay. That's the, <laughs> only, that's the only podcast I'll promote besides left podcast on, last podcast on the left. Uh, Two Bears, One Cave. Comedy. So basically, Burt Kreischer said, he said dream gig with his quoted tweet and whatever. Yep. So one, I'm around for my brother. Two, I have a, oh, how would I put this? A maybe a round. Potential. A potential. Yeah, let's go with that. A potential round or a potential bounce for Burt Kreischer because sounds like he wants to do this. And my brother's going to put another one on here in a couple of weeks. Hopefully it's not getting too warm in Milwaukee yeah, to where the lake freezes. And also, if he does it shirtless, like he always oh, does, God. fuck that. But Burt Kreischer wanted to, like, seems like he wants to do it. So I will absolutely buy around for Burt Kreischer if he does my brother's comedy show and he meets my brother and hopefully shoots my brother up into the fucking stars because my brother's a great stand-up comedian. Again, go to his YouTube, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. You have his YouTube? Uh, let me pull it up. Well, I'm, right now I will. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty so, sure it's just AJ Grill. So the blog is. Do you want me to say the full website name? Yes. Okay. Andrew Grill thirty eight dot Wix site, which is W I X S I T dot com slash Beer Thirty Blog Boys. Yep, that's that would be the blog. I'm and then repeat it. it. Yep. Andrew Grill thirty eight dot Wix site dot com slash Beer Thirty Blog Boys. That's Wix, W-I-X. That's Wilson's Cantina blog. Uh, and then AJ Grill on YouTube. Go subscribe. Follow him on Twitter. Just search AJ Grill. There's probably not many AJ Grills out there, if any, but my brother. Uh, but yeah, no, I was. I saw Burt Kreischer fucking quote a tweet that had four pictures, and one of the pictures was, was your clearly brother. my brother. Was, and I saw that his, shit, and I was freaking dude, out. I texted my brother like, no way, no fucking way, no way. And he's dude, like, I know, dude. Bert oh. is probably my second favorite comedian behind um, Yeah, and Tom. then, like, so Tom what Segura I've learned... Is, what I've learned from my brother in the stand-up comedy world, like, they kind of all have their own opinions of each other. Like, oh, yeah. obviously, you like some guys' comedies, and some guy's type of comedy and then another guy's type of comedy you're like not my kind of thing thing or whatever and aj was 
fucking hyped at Burt Kreischer. That's he, awesome. Yeah, dude. The Machine is oh. probably one of my favorite routines. Like, like, <laughs> like, oh, The Machine is great because I no one knows what we call Luke The Machine. That's Well, yeah. I don't even remember why would they call me The Machine, but I saw this before they called me that. And it's Burt just tells a story about how he was taking a Russian um, language course in mm-hmm. college and then they got to go to Russia and then he got mixed up with the Russian mafia. And he just kept calling himself the machine. And then everybody's like, the machine. And that's like the whole story. That's why it's funny. But then I think we went to Colorado and we were. We call Luke the machine because he's very smart and he can drink like a fucking tank or a machine. Or Yeah. But <laughs> that's, I, I, that's why we call you the machine. <laughs> but I found Bert before that and I thought it was hilarious. But Tom Segura is just fucking comedy. Yeah, so that's if, incredible. I doubled that round though because. If Burt Kreischer goes and does that show, you can guarantee Luke and I will be driving to Milwaukee, oh, and we will be doing a show right from Milwaukee. It, yeah, with your brother. Hopefully, we get Burt Kreischer on it. <laughs> imagine, imagine if we got Burt Kreischer on our fucking podcast, dude. If it's small enough, we could. We're just gonna bring the whole setup. It would just fucking... be thirty minutes, though. It'd be like, we do. We oh, just yeah. want like thirty to fifteen just minutes let every us time, talk or just let me record whatever you have to say to us right now. Like, just let me ask you one question, yeah. and I would just be like, "Is the machine story real?" <laughs> I just want one. I just that's all obviously I... it's real. I mean, <laughs> to an extent, not obviously. Yeah, <laughs> like they they embellish stuff, but... but how much of it is real? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Yeah, I would, I, I, and I, and I'd be like, I won't even tell anybody. This is just for you. Definitely, <laughs> like. Go look at my Twitter. There's I retweeted yeah, and favorited well. everything. Uh, also, Luke. We could just do Dirty Beer 30 retweet as well. Yeah, I'll go do that yeah. right after this. So, but we promote shit. Huge fucking shout out. I was so proud of my brother. That's insane. I saw that and I was freaking out. I was like, like retweet, like retweet. I was like, how many of these can I like a retweet? I want as many people so to see awesome, this shit. Dude. That was hype. I teared up a little. Bounces. You go. So. I had a couple of buddies over this weekend. We went to the casino. We were going to play some Mississippi Stud. And oh, damn it, I was going to ask you to the casino this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so we get there, and this table's full. And then there's this old guy sitting there, and he gets up and leaves like four or five times to go smoke. Whatever. Don't care. His table is just empty. Then his friend walks up after me and my buddy have been waiting at this table for an hour, just trying to sit down. His friend walks up. So the old guy stands up and walks away, and his friend tries to go take the spot, which is like, understandable don't get me wrong but i've literally been there for an hour and i want to fucking oh, sit man. down and play so i walk over he's like what are you doing i was like i was gonna sit down he goes well i was gonna sit there i was like, i've been waiting for an hour so then i go sit down and he's like pissed about it and my friend's still there and he like hears them talking he's like well i've been here I, I come here every day and i've never seen him here so like why would he get the right to have that chair or something like that and it's like because you've been waiting for a fucking hour i was like dude first of all acknowledging that you're here at the casino every day either means you have a ton of money or you got a problem. Second, if you're at the casino every day, why wouldn't you just let the guy that's not there a lot play the game? Yeah, fuck you. Like, bro. That's a great point. Like, <laughs> fuck you. Fuck? Yeah, dude. You, get a, you play every single day. Come here at noon tomorrow when it's fucking empty, you Jesus. asshole. So I was like, why don't you just fucking let me play and not, like, and my friend overheard them, like, talking shit, and I was like, whatever. It didn't really bother me. I was just like, fuck you, dude. Yeah, I was dude. like, I it's was fucked up. clearly here first. You come here every day. Why don't you just wait till tomorrow? Hmm? He's like, and then apparently he goes, I like play poker anyways better. I like, I play, I like playing poker better anyways. And, like, walked away, and it's like. 
Go play a slot, you piece of shit. Dude, Fuck you. If you're taking this this seriously, you need to take that. One eight hundred gambling, my Wait. friend. One eight hundred bets off. Sorry, bets off. One eight hundred gambling. One eight hundred gambling we're, is. We teach you how to gamble, and we're gonna get you addicted. We're gonna get you fucked up. We should start that hot one. Right, hopefully, they'll sponsor <laughs> us next episode. One eight hundred gambling. One eight hundred bets off, but no, I was I was literally after like I was I could clearly see him like pissed off, and I was like I was just pissed about it because I was been there for now. I was like I just want to fucking play, and you're just gonna be an asshole about this. Yeah, no, that's fucked up. Yeah, that's my balance. Fuck that guy, random asshole. I'm sure you're gonna listen to the podcast. Fuck you. (laughs) I'm sure you're gonna listen. (laughs) Okay, I have uh, I got a balance. I'm gonna try to keep this short. My so I just adopted a corgi. Oh boy! Last Thursday night, and she, her name's Stella. She's an absolute fucking sweetheart. I was told that this dog was potty trained, healthy, and just needed a good home because these people who were taking care of it, who kidnapped her from a bad owner, a very bad owner, which I'll get into in a second, uh, told her told me they just she just needed a good home. Everything's all good. We just have two large mastiffs who are also female who are bonded together. So if you throw in a tiny little female dog into that mix, mm-hmm. they're not going to get along. That's just how fucking dogs work. I mean, that's just how women fucking work in general now that I think about well, it. That's how animals work because you, well, no. you can't just throw. Well, I mean, women. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, I get this dog. And it's all cool the first night. She sleeps with me all night. It's totally fine. And then I take her out in the morning, and she pees blood. Like, just blood. Blood, blood. And so I was kind of worried, so I took a half day off work. And they told me she's got UTI problems. It's a corgi. She's a girl. She's low to the ground. That happens. Little did I know, this original owner of Stella had her locked in a trailer at all times. She's potty trained other than, like, so other than going out, she was just locked in a fucking hot-ass trailer all the time. Fed cat food, which is basically, like, basically you're giving a dog chronic UTIs forever with that, which now I have to deal with, which is fine, because she's the love of my life now. And she's not up to date on her fucking vaccinations. Yeah, that's... That part's like both of those things are super fucked up to not inform you about beforehand. So I took a half day on Friday, called all of her former vets to try to get all of her information. And they're like, we have her information, but like it's not up to date. And I'm like, what do you mean it's not up to date? Not up to date on vaccinations. She's had chronic UTI problems, all this stuff, which which is fine. I'm happy to take care of this sweet little angel because she is so nice. Very well trained. Uh, not very well trained. I think she had to do it herself kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I'm bouncing the original owner feeding her fucking cat food because you're a piece of shit. I hope you die in that trailer. Nobody finds you for 14 days. Uh, then the second people, I'm not fully bouncing, but how do you not know the dog's not vaccinated? If like I just took her in, this is kind of like a side thing. If I would have went to, like, a breeder or a place that would uh, let me adopt a dog, like the ARL or whatever, legally, they can't fucking give me a dog that's not up to date on all of its vaccinations. So, 
I'm in a fight currently with both of them that they are paying this over $200 vet bill that I had to do Hell yeah. two days into getting this new dog when I was told she is healthy, happy, not fat. She's a 32-pound corgi. She's fat yeah. as fuck. That's big. We need to drop 5, 10 pounds. I took her on a long walk yesterday, and we got towards the end of the walk. She puked. Wow. Because she's not used to exercise. And I felt really nice. bad, but I was also like, we're going to get you slimmed down. We'll and work on that. And the five days I've had her and the medicine I've given her and the vaccines that I've given her and all this stuff, five days she's a much happier dog and like more active and all this stuff. So fuck that guy and not I'm not gonna say fuck the other people because they didn't quite know the whole situation, but like kinda like really you give me a dog without vaccinations. Like she's peeing, her pee is brown and then it's just blood. Yeah, that's really like fun. really bad. That's really bad. Yeah. Yikes. Ugh. I'm bouncing them. Bounce them. Get the fuck out of here. Then I'm gonna bounce Rush Limbaugh again, burning hell. So we got some breaking news now. Nickelodeon has just announced the creation of Avatar Studios. I will crack one to that. So Nickelodeon has announced the creation of Avatar Studios, which is going to be helmed by the creators of Avatar, and I can't remember their names. They're they're blanking off the top of my head, but if you give me two seconds, I will find them. Not a great podcast with names. Yeah, no, we're not great with names. Um, I can't even pronounce (laughs) them. the name guy. Even if I'm reading them, I can't fucking pronounce them. Hence, Zack Schneider. Um, Schneider. I know. That's what... (laughs) Schneider. It's always Zack Schneider. You can do it. The Schneider cut. Actually... Oh, I meant to bounce him, actually, because fuck off with that Joker in the fucking crown of thorns shit like Jesus. Fuck you, dude. You are so not subtle with anything that you do. That is disgusting. He's getting kind of pretentious with some of the shit. Yeah, like, fuck off, dude. So, Michael DiMartino and Brian Coney. Yep, that's a name that I can't pronounce. Brian... Oh, Jesus. Konitsko? Yeah. Konitsko? Sure, we'll go with that. They are going to be uh, co-chief creative officers in this studio. So, what this studio is going to start with is an animated film. Please give us adult Aang crew. I want to see Aang fully realized Avatar just fucking people and think i want to see him fighting spirits though too i don't want to just see him fighting like i want to see ang in the spirit world like facing off with some of the strongest like spirits and shit yeah that's what i want to see dude could i like i it said theatrical release or whatever i kind of want a nickelodeon special like in the old days because i would love to sit down and fucking flip on nickelodeon and well i mean jimmy neutron originally was theatrically released i believe and then shortly after, went to Nickelodeon. We got to wait for it to come on Nickelodeon. Then we got to get that whole situation with our... <laughs> just get a bunch of slime out. Start. <laughs> That'd be so funny in the middle of this movie. Fucking Aang just like gets slimed. <laughs> That's like the fifth element. <laughs> slime. <It's> slime. <laughs> <laughs> but I cannot... Look at slime vendors. I don't think that anybody... That likes okay. Let me rephrase this. I think that anybody that likes Avatar is hyped about this this news. Oh, hundred percent. 
we've said it before, but fuck the Netflix live adaptation of this. I don't care anymore. I don't care about any of that. I was interested to see how bad it was. I don't give a fuck anymore. I am so pumped for this. Avatar Studios is going to be sick. We're going to... Not only do we get Aang and probably Korra, imagine the other avatars we get to fucking see now. Imagine the avatar after Korra, the Earthbender. I would love to see shit about that. Isn't that Korra? Korra's water. Isn't she the avatar after Aang? I, did I not say the avatar after Korra? Oh, my bad. You I might you av- might have. Yeah. yeah, you might have. I meant the one after her, yeah, which yeah. is supposed to be an Earthbender. Yeah. I would love to see shit about that. He's... Folks, I he stomped. Folks, he stomped on the ground when he earth said Earthbender. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just in my head now. I'm I'm so excited about this. That's fucking hype. And I'm pretty fuck. drunk too. I just think that. Oh my god, the Avatar world building is such a fucking cool it, dude. It's a sick idea. Going from Avatar into Korra. And like seeing, I haven't watched a ton of it, but I see like, I've seen like clips and shit of it. I should definitely watch this and I I will probably do it. But they have like cars and like planes and shit and that, which makes 100% sense because the industrial revolution only took like 70 years or something like that. And with elemental bending, I'm sure you could probably cut down the time if you need to. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, shit. I didn't even think of it. Like a modern avatar would be sick. I feel like that metal would, bending bullets. I feel like that like, would unlock. Yeah, like I feel matrix like matrix shit, yeah. and then like maybe not unlock different kinds of bending, but like oh, I think it, it would because the more you well, understand like metal about, bending is earth bending. Well, once you the more you understand about elements and the like, what creates these elements? Because fire, fire is their process is more. Lightning is more just condensed fire, basically. Right? Yeah, and no, then, I think they'll like. Well, what's to say you can't glass bend? And then what's to say you can't flesh bend? No, at I'm, that point? that's like that's what I'm saying. I think as technology advances, they like it, it'll be like, like it'll be like technology advancing along with their understanding of each of the elements in themselves. To where just like having like a super nerdy like, avatar, yeah, like that's where that knew the physiology of like crazy things and was like that's where metal to- bending comes in. Is that she just starts to understand that metal is also just earth it's, yeah you know just, just more, yeah uh, different like refined yeah so they'll start doing some stuff with all this bending there's probably going to be no pollution air and fire just let you know oh bend it out that bitch true true that's the first thought i had for some reason that's actually lit but yeah that was uh that was just breaking news that we saw and thought we needed to talk about yeah no it's i we paused after the bounces around so we could both pee because beer goes right through you oh yeah i mean i also shit it as well but (laughs) but then we both i think we both read that on the toilet (laughs) i read it out here but Uh, (laughs) i i read on the toilet so that's Uh, going to be absolutely lit yeah is are we ending this episode there yeah Okay. So, so if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to give us a follow on Spotify. Make sure to follow our Twitter at Dirty Beer Thirty. Make sure to like and retweet every one of our tweets that has uh, the new episode. Because if you don't, uh, you well actually you have to because your soul is contracted by yeah, the you, demon god. We've already been through this, and we will go through it every single time. Yeah. You are and have will actually obligated. Your soul is technically Miguel's the only one keeping up with this. Miguel's soul is fine. He's good. There's a couple of you guys out there. I mean, Nick? Yeah, uh, yeah, 
well, your souls. I mean, are... you're kind of on the podcast sometimes, so you get like a. But Nick, May, yeah. step it up, man. Yeah, you're gonna. <laughs> Nick's ended up in purgatory. Um, who knows how long? <laughs> Everyone else is going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> and that's because you listen to our podcast. So, with that, wish you a beer. Beneath my wings, as I cross the seas of change, that it shines upon my name.